With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Most valuable case of goods as ever were inside it. Better than the crown as the young queen hath for ten months now preparing. Alive? asked Mary, shrinking back towards the fire, for his metaphor might mean coffins. Now there you go down again, there you go down, answered Cripps, who enjoyed the situation and desired to make the most of it. I thought you was all intellect, but better perhaps without too much. Put it to yourself now, Mary, whether I should look like this if I had only brought the remainses. Oh, where is her? Where is her? Wherever can her be? cried Mary, forgetting all her fine education and strong vernacular excitement. Her be where I knows to find her again, answered Zachary with a steadfast face. It was not for any one to run and strike a light betwixt him and his own work. Her might be to Abington or to Banbury. Proper time come, I can fetch her afford. Oh, I thought you had got her in the house, Master Cripps. How disappointing you do grow, to be sure. I suppose it is the way of all men. Mary shed a tear, and Master Cripps, having been tried by sundry women, went closer, to be sure of it. He was pleased at the sign, but he went on with his business. You deserve to know everything. Now can ye shut the doors without a chance of anybody breaking in? Mary and the cook, with a glance at one another, fastened all the doors of a large low kitchen, except for the one leading to the lane itself. You bide just as you be, said Cripps and I'll show ye something worth looking at. He ran to the place where Grace was hiding, in the chill and the heat of impatience, and he took the coarse sacks from her shoulders, as if her sackcloth time was done at last. Then he led her to the warmth and light, and she hung behind, afraid of them, that strange but not uncommon shyness of one's own familiar home, when long unseen, came over her, and she felt for the moment almost afraid of her own beloved father, but Cripps made her come, and both Mary Hookham and the fat cook cried, Oh, my, my good, and ran up and kissed her, and held her hands while she stood pale and mute, with large blue eyes brimful of tears, and lips that wavered between smile and sob. Does he, does he know about me? She managed to say to Cripps while she glanced at the door leading up to her father's room. Not he, Lord bless you, my dear, said Cripps. It taketh them all half hour apiece to believe as you ever be alive, miss. It would never take my father two minutes, answered Grace. He will be a great deal too glad of it to doubt. You promised to abide by my directions, the carrier cried reproachfully. If he don't, I won't answer for nort of it. Now you sit down, miss, by back kitchen door, to come or go either way, according as is ordered. Now Mary plays to go and say that Cripps hath come to see his worship about a little mistake he hath made. Mr. Oglander never refused to see any who came to visit him. His simple, straightforward mind compelled him to go through with everything as it turned up, whether it were of his own business or any other person's. Therefore, he said, Show Cripps in here. 
Cripps was in no hurry to be shown in. He felt that he had a ticklish job to carry through, and he might drop the handles if himself were touched amiss, and he thought that he could get on much better with a clever woman there to help him. Please, your worship, he began, coming in with his finger to his forelock and his stiff knees sticking out. Don't ye run away now, Mary. That's a dear. You knows all the way bills, and his worship will allow of you. Why, Cripps, Mr. Oglander exclaimed, you are making a very great fuss to-night, and you look as if you had been run over. Even if it is half a crown, Cripps, you are come to prove against me. Put it down. I will not dispute it. I know that you would rather wrong yourself than me. The old gentleman was tired, and he did not want to talk. In course, in course, said Zachary, as if every man preferred to wrong himself. But the point is a differing thing, and Mary, speak up if you say you know it is. Yes, sir, I do assure you now, said Mary. The point is altogether quite a different sort of thing. Then why can't you come to it? cried the squire. Is it that you want to marry one another? Mary's face blushed to a fine young color, and Cripps made a nod at her, as if he meant to think of it, but he must leave that for another evening. I never could abide such stuff, muttered Mary, as if all the world was a maid of wives and husbands. The squire sat calmly with his head upon his hand and his white hair glistening in the lamplight as he gazed from one to the other with a smile of melancholy amusement. It would be a great discomfort to him to lose Mary Hookham's service, and he thought it a little unkind of her to leave him in this sad loneliness, but he had not lived threescore years and ten without knowing what the way of the world is. Therefore, if Cripps had made up his mind, as the woman had long been declaring that he as a man was bound to do, Mr. Oglander would be the last to complain, or say a word to damp them. The carrier himself had some idea that such was the working of the squire's mind. Now, your worship, he said, putting Mary away to a place where she could use her handkerchief, will ye please to hearken without your own opinion before last heard what there be to say? Neither of us dreameth of doing you the wrong to take away Mary while you be wanting of her. You ought to have knowed us better, squire. And as for poor Mary, I ain't said a word to back up her hopes of a having me yet. Now, Miss Mary, have I? No, that you never haven't, Master Cripps. And it may come too late if it ever do come. Well, well, continued Master Cripps, without much terror in the way as he turned her back. Riley, your worship, it was you who throwed us out, reckoning of my times as a hard thing for me, and a hundred and four times a year is too much for the discretion of a horse, almost. Very well, Cripps, said the squire in despair. Everyone knows that you must have your time. Not a word will I speak again until I have your leave. I calls it unhandsome of your worship to say that, being so contrary of my best characteristics, your worship maineth all things for the best, I am persuaded, but speaking thus you drives me into such a perspiration, the same as used to be a sweat when I was young and forced to it. Now, doth your worship know that all things cometh in a round like a sound cartwheel to all such folks as trust the Lord? I know that you have such a theory, Cripps, you beat the whole village in theology. And a learned scholar in Oxford, your worship, 
you were quite doubled up about the tribe of levi but for all of their stuff the lord still goeth on making his rounds to his own right time and now his time hath come for you squire do try to speak out cripps and tell me what excites you so mary his worship is beginning to look white fetch in the pepper caster and the gallon of vinegar as i delivered last wednesday no mary no i want nothing of the kind tell him beg him just to speak out what he means cripps master cripps now cried mary in a tremble you be going too far and then stopping of a heap like his worship ought to be led into the hole of it gradual 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 can he trust in the word of the lord your worship asked cripps advancing bravely can he do that now without no disrespect to ye in two minutes more you'll drive me mad between you the old squire shouted as he rose and spread his arms in the name of god what is it is it of my daughter yes yes father dearest who else could it be in the whole of the world a clear voice cried as a timid form grew clearer they would go on all night but i could not wait a moment daddy i am sure that you won't be frightened you can't have too much of your own grace can you don't let it go to your heart my darling grace will rub it for you there let me put my head just as i used and then you will be certain won't you she laid her head upon her father's breast while mary caught hold of the carrier's sleeve and led him away to the passage and the old man's weak and trembling fingers strayed among his daughter's hair and he could not speak or smile or weep there you will be better directly darling she whispered looking up with streaming eyes as she felt him tremble exceedingly and her quick hands eased him of the little brooch containing her mother's hair and her own which fastened his quavering shirt frill you wanted me to come back didn't you but not in such a hurry darling not in such a hurry father dear why ever don't you kiss me if you did not run away dear say you did not run away daddy you cannot be so ill-minded so very wicked to your only child the old man took his child's hand in his own and soothed her down and drew her down until they were kneeling at the table side by side then they put up their hands to thank god for one another and did it not with lips but with heart and soul end of chapter fifty four with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.